0: Yeah everyone welcome back to the all things gymnastics podcast i'm ashley and i'm Brittany. and this week we sit down with three members of the inaugural hbcu gymnastics team at fisk university we're joined by leah davis Haley clark and morgan price who are here to talk about their reactions to fisk launching a gymnastics team what the opportunity to do gymnastics in an hbcu means to them and their hopes for their inaugural season and beyond so stay tuned but before we get into that we want to real quickly thank our gold level patreon supporters so a big thank you to kathleen R, Amy M, Lucy S, Kevin K, Becca S, Nina L, DFP, Blake B, Elaine E, Mardog, Cookie Master, Faith M, Kristen R, Lori S, Sabrina M, Amy C, Erica S, Milan W, and Derek H. Thank you all for continuing to support our show each month at the highest tier level. We appreciate you guys so, so much. And if you're interested in becoming a Patreon, we will have a link in the show notes down below to where you can join and learn more about the perks of each tier level. And as always, we appreciate all the support that we receive. And we want you to know that you do truly help make the show what it is. So thank you so, so much. We love you guys. Now let's get into today's episode. So our first guest is Leah Davis, who is a level 10 gymnast from Georgia Elite, and she's the 2021 state champion on vault and floor. Those are two events that I think could potentially be an area that she really makes an impact for Fisk in the lineups. Yeah, she has sky high tumbling on floor, a big yourchanko fold that I definitely think is going to be in their lineup. And overall, I'd say that she's just a name that you're definitely going to want to remember for this upcoming season. For sure. So we had a chance to talk to Leah about how she got started in gymnastics her journey in the sport, and of course, what it's like being a part of the first ever HBCU gymnastics team and what it means to her. So without further ado, please welcome to the show, Leah Davis. So I wanted to start by talking about how you got started in gymnastics. So if you could just take us back, because I think your story is a little bit unique. I know you In Italy for a while, and I believe that's where you actually started gymnastics, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Okay, so why don't you just tell us a little bit about that
1: and how you got started? You guys did your research, okay. So I started in Italy. My dad was in the military, so we were always like moving around. So I started gymnastics when I was in Italy. I kind of grew up there. And so like with me being in Italy, not knowing how to speak Italian, I had to like, go to school I had to learn like all the words and like the languages and stuff. And so I would go back to practice so I could understand like the corrections and stuff my coach would give me. Like they would give me a correction. I be just looking at like, huh?
0: <laughs> so your coach didn't speak English at all? No. Oh my gosh. I cannot imagine. <laughs> and,
1: like sometimes I would like, my mom would have to like Google translate what they say sometimes. Cause it was like, we don't, we don't, we don't get it. I'm sorry. We don't get it. So like I would go to school and like I would ask my teachers, I'd be like, what does this mean? Or how do you say this? And this is this. And like I would ask them to translate the English corrections to Italian to see sounds like what my coaches tell me. Because I was so young. So my mind wasn't like catching up to what they were saying, because I was just
0: like, "Uh, okay. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I couldn't, yeah, that'd be, gymnastics is already such a difficult sport to learn, but then to have it be where your coaches are speaking a different language, I couldn't imagine trying to figure out like what they were, what the corrections were and you know, how to implement that.
1: It was an experience, but honestly, I'm grateful for it because like these like different experiences is like what made me into the person I am. So I honestly love, I loved it.
0: How long were you in Italy for? We were there for about four years okay was that difficult for you to always be kind of moving around different cities and you know going to different gyms different schools i imagine as a kid that would be really really hard
1: yes y'all that was crazy because i we didn't stay in one place because the military was always moving us so like i would make friends and like in the next year and a half or two my dad like oh we're moving oh
0: okay as soon as you start to get comfortable the upper
1: yeah <laughs> yes like i we we didn't stay in one place so it's just like you meet new people you get to know them and it's like oh you got to go
0: time to go meet new people it's like different place now so you were one of the first gymnasts to announce your commitment to FISK. Before we get into that, though, I wanted to get kind of what your reaction was when you found out that FISK was launching a gymnastics program. Do you remember like where you were and kind of what your reaction was when you found that out?
1: Okay, so I was, I do remember this. I was in the car coming home from school and my mom called me and she was like, girl, did you check Instagram? i was like no what's my instagram she's like girl this guy's gymnastics team!" i was like oh my god oh my god i was so excited in that moment because i was just like ever since i've been a little girl i've always been set on hbcus like i love them i told my mom if by the time i graduate hbcu has a gymnastics team i i'm going to do it because you know it's a lot of young black girls who don't get that chance. And so to be able to be a part of that and to start that, I'm all for it. And so when I heard about it, I was just like, "Yes, yes, yes. Like this this is my calling. This is my time. I'm going to do it." I was so excited. I like I wanted to cry, but I was just like, "This is so surreal right now." And so I couldn't believe it. And once I saw the Instagram, I was like, wow, this is really happening. This is really happening. I was so excited.
0: And I feel like because I follow Brown Girls do gymnastics and they were kind of like posting about NHBCU starting a gymnastics program. And so like everyone was like hoping for it and kind of anticipating it at some point. But I feel like this kind of came out of nowhere. I don't know if you feel it that way, but it's just like one day you go on Instagram and it's there and it's like, whoa, it's happening now. <laughs>
1: Listen, I personally I never heard about this until I saw it on Brown Gore's page. I was so excited. I was like, okay. Yeah.
0: So then what was the recruiting process like for you? Were you considering other schools? Were you looking into other schools? Or were you pretty much like once you found out about Fisk, were you pretty much dead set on that?
1: So I was looking to other schools and the recruiting the recruiting process for me was very stressful because I wasn't like brought into it like other kids. Like my parents were the ones handling it for me. And so every opportunity that I had got was either from my parents or from, do y'all know the amazing Tiki Goburn? Yes, mother.
0: we do, we do.
1: Her and my mother have like they were the ones who opened all the doors for me and all these opportunities, them and Brown Girls. And they're, they're the reason why I'm having this opportunity today and I'm so grateful for it, but it was not easy. It was very stressful because i don't know i don't know it's just like it's, i didn't do this alone so it was it was them who did it with me they did it for me they opened the doors for me and i'm very grateful to have them present all these opportunities for me and i was talking to other schools at the time and when i found out about fisk i was like uh, uh. <laughs> I was like I'm so like I was so thankful and grateful but I couldn't pass up the opportunity that they had opened the door for me. I was like I can't do it.
0: Yeah, that's like what she wanted and it's probably hard I would imagine to go through the recruiting process and not even have the option to go to an HBCU cuz it just didn't exist. So you could have wanted that your whole life, but if you wanted to do college gymnastics, you're kind of forced to go to a school that's not an HBCU. So I just think this is so incredible. I'm so happy for you that you're Thank going you. to the very first ever HBCU gymnastics team. It's just, it's a historic moment. We're all going to remember forever. It is. What does that mean to you? just Is it's big to be a part of any inaugural team, but then to have it be the first HBCU gymnastics team, like you're going to go down in history. <laughs> How does that feel? It's, it's surreal. Like I'm, I, even though this happened, like, like the team
1: became a team, like, I don't know, two months ago, I'm still taking everything in. It's something I've dreamed of since I was a little girl and for it to be happening, I'm making my little self proud right now and my parents and everyone else who's helped me in the process. So this is just like a dream come true. And I, I'm like, I have no words because it's just like, it's it's so crazy right now because I'm so thankful and so grateful And so happy to have this opportunity. Like I don't know.
0: So is it sinking in yet? Like does it feel real, or do you feel like you need to be on campus, actually, kind of getting started? I don't
1: know. I don't. I feel like everything's gonna like sink in when like the whole team is on campus and we're all doing our thing. It's like, dang, I'm really doing this right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So have you had a chance to visit Fisk yet? Have you seen the campus and the facilities and everything?
1: I have. I have. The campus is absolutely gorgeous. And the facilities are too. And they're very historical. So that's what makes it even better because it's a historical campus. And like everywhere you walk, it's you're walking past history.
0: Yeah. yeah, we were talking to we were talking to your coach yesterday, and she was telling us about that. Well, on the campus, she said it's beautiful, but that every building has so much history behind it, and there's like a story behind everything. So that's that's super cool.
1: Yes, honestly, I'm excited because I personally I love history, absolutely love it. So to be going somewhere where you're literally walking on the grounds of history, I'm mind blown,
0: mind blown. So when do you actually arrive on campus?
1: So we arrive because we're freshmen from July 30th to August 1st is the date we have to be there.
0: Do you have any idea what you want to study yet?
1: I personally want to study sports medicine. Love working with athletes. Love putting my hands to work.
0: What's your dream job? My dream job
1: is to become um, athletic trainer for a huge team. Huge, huge team.
0: And then what about for your gymnastics career? You got four years ahead of you. What are some of your hopes and goals for your your season and for your career? Me,
1: personally, I'm an outside-of-the-box type person, you know. I want to be the one to go in. I want to get my name out there. I want to be known. I want everybody to know my name. You search me up and, nah, you walk in the street and hear my name. And you're like, oh, my God. I want to be that person, you know. Yeah. I want to get records. Even though I don't have records that can be broken at the moment because we are the first HBCU team, I want to set my records so high to where they can be broken.
0: Right. I was going to say, you can't break the records, but you can set them.
1: <laughs> right. Right. I want to be that person.
0: What do you want people to know about your gymnastics and like what you bring to the table in that regard?
1: Honestly, everything like... With my gymnastics, everything I do has like a meaning, like with my floor routine, it's not like I'm just doing my floor routine, like I picked my music for a reason, I do the dance, I do for a reason, and I'm going to show it off, because...
0: That's who you are.
1: Yes, like that's who I am, and I want to represent who I am, and let it be shown throughout my entire career and throughout my gymnastics, this is who I am, this is what I do, and this is what I represent.
0: So do you plan to choreograph your own floor routine, then? In college?
1: Oh girl, I'm not that good. I'm not that good. <laughs> but, um, I, I, I do have a lot of people who know how to get me right.
0: Okay. <laughs> so as you get ready to, you know, kind of embark on this new journey in your, in your life, what are you most proud of when you look back at what you've done so far?
1: Honestly, I'm most proud of just myself and everything I've overcome and everything that I pushed through just to be here in this moment, because my time growing up gymnastics was not easy. I didn't have everything handed to me. I've had to work hard for it, or my parents had to work hard for it, for me to be, able to be able to do what I do. And so honestly, I'm proud of everything that I've done, accomplished, everything in my past career that I have done for myself and for my parents. I'm proud of everything. I don't regret anything, and if I could do it again, I would, because honestly, it was a challenging process, but I'm grateful for the process because it, it, made, it made me who I am today, and I'm very humbled, and I'm very grateful for everything.
0: Well, we're so proud of you and we're so so excited to see you the next four years at fisk we're from michigan but we definitely plan on coming down for a meet we're absolutely coming we Girl. were just talking to coach yesterday and we were saying that even like your away meets we're going to go to as many meets as we can especially this first season because we're just we're so excited about this
1: y'all need to be there because you know fisk we finna be off the chain
0: <laughs> absolutely Was there anything else that we didn't talk about that you wanted to talk about or that you want people to know about you or about Fisk? Anything else you want to add? I mean... The floor is yours.
1: (laughs) I mean, I'm ready to get my name out how I know to get my name out there through my gymnastics. So I'm just waiting for my time. I'm waiting for my time.
0: up next we have Haley Clark who comes from Orlando Metro and as you'll hear in the interview Haley has come back from two serious injuries and performed really really well this season she got fourth all-around at states and sixth on beam and 11th all-around at regionals yeah I would say that she's a phenomenal gymnast all-around but bars is one event that I feel like she really kind of stands out she has a, a super beautiful floaty pack salto on bars that we love and I also saw a video of her training uh, equally as floaty double layout that I'm really hoping she brings to college because it's beautiful fingers crossed so we talked to Haley about continuing her family tradition of attending an HBCU and the legacy she hopes the inaugural team leaves behind at Fisk please welcome to the show Haley Clark I heard that you're coached by a board member at Fisk is that true um, I have
2: been coached by one of the board members, yes.
0: Okay, so did you have any idea
2: that Fisk was trying to launch a gymnastics program or no idea? So I actually was surprised when I first heard the news because I was expecting Grambling State University to come out with their gymnastics program. And when I heard about Fisk, I was like, oh, well, you know, I mean, it's all exciting altogether just to have, you know, a gymnastics program at an HBCU. But it did co- catch me by surprise just a little bit. Do you remember like where you were when you found out like and what that moment was like for you? Hmm. I don't, I want to say I was at the gym actually. And I was just going through like my Instagram feed after practice. And I had like a whole bunch of my friends reposting it on their stories. And I was like, Hmm, Fisk university. Wow. Like gymnastics program. Wow. This is big. But like, yeah, it was just like on a random Wednesday after <laughs> practice. <laughs> fitting that you were at the gym when you saw it. Yes. And so your entire family went to HBCUs, right? They did, yes. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about that. So yeah, the majority of my family went to Florida A&M University in Tallahassee, Florida. And so like I said um, previously, I kind of always look forward to going to college at an HBCU just to continue that tradition. So yeah, with this new opportunity at Fisk, you know, I can kind of continue that legacy on.
0: Yeah. Now, were you still planning to do college gymnastics either way? Like before fisk actually became a thing, well, FISC gymnastics, I should say has is a thing, but before they announced the gymnastics program, were you still committed to doing college gymnastics or did you really, were you set on wanting to go to an HBCU
2: either way? Um, I was kind of torn actually between like either pursuing gymnastics or going to an HBCU. I don't know, just If I did continue gymnastics, I did know I was going to have to give up that tradition uh, before FISC, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, But at the same time, I was kind of shifting towards just pursuing just academics only and going to an HBCU. So I don't know. It was a really stressful situation before this opportunity came up.
0: Well, I'm glad now that you can do both.
2: Yeah, it's an incredible
0: opportunity. What does it mean to you to be part of the first HBCU gymnastics team, knowing
2: that so many young gymnasts are going to be looking up to you guys? It means a lot, and it's really exciting, Um, but a lot of pressure comes with it too, being on an inaugural team, just in general, because you, not only me, but the other girls on the team have to kind of set the standard for the program. And with this, this, this big opportunity where we are all being a part of this first gymnastics team at an HBCU, we all kind of have to help the standard, to set the standard for other potential HBCUs that are looking to start a gymnastics program.
0: You were one of the first gymnasts to announce your commitment to FIST. I think you were
2: like the very
0: first. Yeah, you might, I think you were actually. Once we found out FISC was going to be starting a gymnastics program, everybody started thinking to like, when are we going to get the commits? Who's going to go there? And then you announced that you were going there. So what was it like to announce it to the world and let it be known that you're, you know, a part of this inaugural gymnastics team at Fisk.
2: Um, so I guess being like the first announcement, I don't know, it was kind of a big deal. Again, because nobody really knew who any of us were at the time. I kind of knew most of the girls that were going to commit anyways. But for me to be the first to come out, um, it was exciting because you know, I have everyone from everywhere that I know, like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. Like I heard about this program and I I had no idea you were going to be a part of it. So it was a big deal, not just for me, but for other people that I know as well. So once you found out that Fisk was starting a gymnastics team,
0: how quickly did you get in contact with somebody? Because I know there was a period of time where the, the head coach hadn't been named yet. Yeah, it was just that they were going to be having a gymnastics program. And there was a lot of people I heard that had sent in emails and stuff. Did you make contact right away with Fisk or did you wait till corinne
2: was involved how did that come about so i think we waited until we found out about corinne being the head coach and it wasn't until i want to say more recent like kind of before my regional competition when we reached out to corinne personally you know see if we could talk to her about the program seeing if i could be a part of the team and so yeah it wasn't until around maybe a couple months ago where we really got into all of this What's it been like seeing the team come together? Have you had a chance to, you know, connect with the other girls yet? Mm -hmm. So I've had a chance to connect with um, a good number of the girls, not all of them, but um, a good number of them. And it was just I don't know, it felt really inspiring and just welcoming, knowing like that I have teammates that I already kind of feel like we had a connection because we have something in common, gymnastics. Um, And so just to meet them up in Tennessee, actually, when we went to the campus, um, it was really fun when you first committed or like
0: even thought about committing did you know of any of the other girls that were going to go there and mm-hmm. did you not know at all
2: so I knew I want to say I knew like a pretty good number of them pretty much all of the girls that I met before uh, I had an idea that we were all going to pretty much commit um but there are still some that I'm not sure who are coming to Fisk yet yeah we're still waiting on a
0: couple of announcements <laughs> So what are your goals not only for this first season but beyond like when you look back at your career what are some things that you want to achieve?
2: Um, I hope that I find that um, I have op- not only me but the entire program has potentially opened many other doors for other little girls that look to come to um, an HBCU and pursue their gymnastics streams so potentially maybe other HBCUs will find that Fisk you know is very inspiring and that our team altogether the entire program, has been successful and look to open gymnastics programs. So I hope to find that. And I also hope to find that, I don't know, I've just gone out there and done my best and made the most of each and every single moment. Do you know what you want to study yet? Um, I, I'm pretty sure I want to study biology on the pre-medicine track. Okay.
0: Do you have, do you, I mean, it's obviously you're not even in college yet, so you probably don't know, but do you have like a, a career
2: goal yet or have an idea of what kind of direction you want to go in? Um, maybe something in like the health professions, healthcare professions. Um, I'm not sure yet exactly what it might be, but I just know something in healthcare.
0: You have plenty of time to figure it out. (laughs) So when you look back on your career up until this point, is there a moment that stands out of something that you're most
2: proud of or something that you look back and you think like, wow, I did that. Mm -hmm. I want to say most recently, probably my performance at my regional level 10 regional competition Um, Just because of all the adversity that I've faced within these past few years, I've gone through two pretty big injuries, taking off two complete seasons off of gymnastics, and I was actually out of the sport for 10 months completely in 2020. So, you know, competing and completing that competition altogether meant a lot for me just to, you know, see that I've made it that far and fought through. Can I ask what the injury was? Mm -hmm. So it was at the beginning of 2020 where I got a concussion. Um, at the gym on bars and so I was out for 10 months and then I returned for about a year and then it wasn't until like right before this past season started I sprained my neck on bars as well and so I was out for about five weeks completely I couldn't go in the gym at all so yeah everything was kind of last minute for training wise um, this season so again just keeping my faith and you know continuing to fight through this season it really meant a lot to me to make it as far as I did
0: well, we're glad that you're okay. And yeah, look at how far you've come. We're so proud of you. Thank you. So when do you get to campus?
2: Um, so I first saw the campus, it was actually a week after my regional meet. So I wanna say that was at the end of March. Oh, okay. no, it was at the end of April, I think. Yeah, it was at the end of April. And so then I think I'm gonna go back at the end of July, this July. Oh, okay, gotcha. that's when like you move in.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have any fun plans for the summer before you get there?
2: Um, I'm not sure yet because I have like a whole bunch going on, you know, me being a senior and graduation stuff, all of it. Um, But hopefully I get to go on like a trip somewhere. I'm not sure yet. When's your graduation or did it already happen? I already graduated. It was, um, oh my gosh, it was May 28th, I believe, or
0: 27th. So you're fresh out of graduation. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. That's a big deal. And then obviously getting to go to Fisk is very big too. And also you saw on your website, you know, well, I don't know how updated it is, but it said you had a 4.8 GPA.
2: Yes, I do. Oh,
0: you're killing it. <laughs> I know. I'm like, how how do you manage to do gymnastics at a high level? Excel in school, make history.
2: Yeah. You're just like an icon. <laughs> Thank you. It was a lot, honestly. I mean, these four years has. I mean, with the schedule that I've had, it it really has been a lot between taking AP courses and being in the scholar program that my school offers and then gymnastics on top of it. It has been a lot. And then, you know, extracurriculars like clubs and all of that. But, you know, I found a way to make it work because I love everything that I do. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. We're so proud of you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else that you want people to know about you?
2: Anything that you want people to know about FISC? I guess as far as FISC, I do want people to know that they have a very welcoming and very intimate atmosphere, unlike any other campus that I've been to. So that was one thing that really um, got my attention once I got there and kind of shifted me towards committing to the school.
0: Last but not least, our last guest for this week's episode is Morgan Price from Texas Dreams, who of course shook the gym turnout when she announced she's going to be going to Fisk instead of Arkansas, where she was originally committed. And obviously, she is a very big catch and one of the top level 10s in the country. Yeah, she's a two-time Nastia Cup qualifier. She got third all-around at the DP Nationals in 2021 and 2022. She's the 2022 regional champion on every event but four, where she got second, so not too shabby. And she has a gorgeous Yurchenko 1.5 with a career high of 995, which, as we've talked about before on the show, that is a incredible score to get in DP scoring. DP judges tend to be a little little bit stricter and you don't always see big scores flying mm-hmm. so definitely an incredible career high to have going into college already and she's a great performer on floor and i think that's really going to translate well into college and really i think across the board she has the potential to be one of the top all-arounders in the nation so we're really really excited as is the rest of the gym Jeanette with morgan price coming to fisk so Today we chat with Morgan about the decision to decommit from an SEC school, why attending an HBCU is so important to her, and then of course her goals for the future. So please welcome to the show, Morgan Price. (laughs) So you had a busy couple of weeks because you just wrapped up your level 10 career. You got third all around at DP nationals. You graduated high school a year early, which is incredible. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. And you also announced your commitment to Fisk. So what have the last few weeks been like for you?
3: Um, I would say they've been, like, exciting and stressful and kind of, like, nerve-wracking because I was focused on nationals, trying to do really good at that, which I did, so I was, like, happy about that, and then um, I had to choose to commit to fifth, so that was a little bit nerve-wracking at the time just because, like, I was, you know, going away from a lot at Arkansas, so it was really stressful, but, You know, I just kind of I had to take some time and really think about it. And when I was ready to make the decision to move to FIS, that's when it really began to be really exciting because I was super excited to be a part of the first HBCU with a gymnastics team. So I was super excited.
0: So at what point did you make that decision? Cause like you said, you were originally committed to Arkansas. So when you saw Fisk, you know, announce that they were going to be having a gymnastics team, did you know right away, like I need to be there or were you kind of like going back and forth? Like, I'm not like, you know, was it like a, a battle back and forth for a little bit? Yeah.
3: Um, not really because ever since I was younger, it's always been a dream of mine to do college gymnastics and to be able to go to an HBCU. But since, there wasn't an HBC with gymnastics, you know, I had to just sacrifice and go commit to an SEC school, which wasn't a problem at the time, you know, but when I figured out that my dream could really come true to be an HBCU gymnast, I was super excited right away and I had to just take that opportunity as fast as I could.
0: So when you were at DP Nationals, had you not made the decision yet at that point?
3: Um, yes, I had made the decision. Okay. just no one knew at the time. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> it was a secret.
0: <laughs> yeah. So for people who might not understand, for you, the decision to attend an HBCU over an SCC school, can you talk about, like, from your perspective, what will that offer you and, and a little bit more about what it means to you to have that opportunity?
3: Yeah, so HBCU is a historically Black college or university for those who don't know. And it means a lot to me because my ancestors made the schools for me. So when I had the opportunity, the only thing on my mind was to take the opportunity because it was made for people like me.
0: What advice would you give to somebody who wants to change their commitment Cause I'd imagine it's probably pretty nerve wracking and a little bit stressful. So now having been through it, what would you say to somebody who might also somewhere down the line, be faced with that decision and decide, you know, they've already committed to one place, but they kind of decided they want to go somewhere else. What kind of advice would you offer them?
3: Yeah. Um, I would say, don't be afraid to take risk in life. You know, I wasn't really nervous. Like I was nervous, but my nerves didn't really take over my faith really took over over my fear, I would say. My biggest thing in my mind that like helped me make this decision was to make moves to start movements, you know. So this is really starting a big movement because it paves the way for other HBCU schools to start up gymnastics teams and for them to know that, you know, they can have gymnastics and they can have other sports and be great at it, you know. So I would say don't be afraid to take risk and all decisions aren't easy, but just keep your faith over fear and you'll be fine.
0: So your sister is also a college gymnast. You guys are now going to be competitors instead of teammates. How does she feel about you going to Fisk?
3: (laughs) Yeah, she's super excited for me. You know, Um, we actually grew up in Nashville, Tennessee, so she was super excited for me to be able to go back home with all my family and stuff. So She's also super proud of me and stuff for graduating early and just, you know, making the decision on my own and stepping up.
0: How excited are you to be going back to Tennessee?
3: And it kind
0: of feels like a full circle moment, doesn't it?
3: Yes. Yes. I was super excited and I'm more than excited and grateful to be able to go back home and just, I feel like it's where I belong. So I'm just super excited.
0: Back to where it started. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been to the campus yet?
3: Yes, ma'am, I have.
0: Okay, what are your thoughts on it?
3: I love it. It's super pretty. You know, it's a small school, but I actually really like that it's a small school. You know, when I went, um, I hadn't committed yet when I went to visit at the time, but there were already everyone just congratulating us and um, because I went with a couple of the girls. And so they were already congratulating us and just telling us how, excited they were to be able to cheer us on when competition starts so you know it really feels like a family already down there even though I haven't moved down there yet but I'm super excited to go down there.
0: What is it like meeting your teammates for the first time? I mean I'm assuming you probably haven't met the whole team yet but maybe a couple of them?
3: Yeah I've met a couple of them. Um, We bonded right away actually which is really funny you know when we went on the visit we sat down in the hotel room and we just, you know, all went around and talked about ourselves and we watched some college gymnastics and we laughed a lot and we went to go get dinner and ice cream and stuff and it was super fun. So I'm really excited to be able to be on a team with those other girls.
0: And what are your goals for not only this upcoming college gymnastics season, but beyond when you look back on your career, like years on the line, what does success look like to you at Fisk?
3: To be the first HBCU, it means a lot. So I would say just build a really successful team no matter how far we get, you know, just to show other people and other HBCUs that they can build a gymnastics team. So I would actually say success would be like bringing gymnastics to other HBCU gymnastics teams, not just at Fisk. Yeah,
0: I'm really hoping that other HBCUs are going to see the impact that you guys have and already just the amount of excitement people online yeah. are like super super excited about this people who don't even live in Nashville like there's just so much hype and excitement that I really hope other HBCUs will see that and be like we need to join in on this and to know right. that it's possible so. it. yes it is totally a lot so. of people are really excited about you going <laughs> to Fisk. have you seen all the people online talking about it
3: Yes, I have. It's really overwhelming. But you know, I'm, again, just super excited and super grateful for this amazing opportunity. So I can't wait.
0: We're so so excited for you. And I'm like, I don't want to fast forward the summer, but I'm definitely ready for college gymnastics season again (laughs) for you guys to get started. (laughs) Right. Is is there anything else that you want people to know about you? um, About your gymnastics? Anything else?
3: I would just say I'm super grateful for all the support because it's not an easy decision and it's not the most common choice that I made. So I'm just really thankful for all the support from family, friends, and also people that I don't even know. Just all the support, it really means a lot because it is a big decision. So I just can't wait for the next season to start and for me and the other teammates, just to show what HBC gymnastics can do.
0: We just want to say a big thank you again to Leah, Haley, and Morgan for taking the time to come on our show. We cannot wait to cheer you ladies on next season and, of course, the rest of the team, which is really coming together. So we wanted to spend the rest of the episode giving a shout-out to the remaining members of the inaugural Fisk Gymnastics team, at least those who have announced their commitment by the time we recorded this. There's, of course, a few more announcements still to come, but already a pretty stacked roster for Fisk with a lot of talent. Yeah, so we have Liberty Mora from Metroplex. She actually won the 2021 DP level 10 national title on beam. And she was also the regional beam champion that year. So she's definitely a beamer. And as of now at least, she's the only level 10 national champion coming to Fisk. Which is a pretty big deal. Yeah, she works beam with so much confidence. This level of precision that some of the top gymnasts in the nation have. And definitely someone who's going to be an asset to Fisk lineups. Especially on that event. She's also a two-time level 10 national qualifier and was originally committed to towson so Definitely a nice pickup for Fisk. Kiara Richmond is another name that some people might recognize. She was a freshman at Southern Connecticut in 2021, but the team didn't have a season, so she didn't actually end up competing at all. Actually went back to level 10 in 2022, which is a bit unusual. You don't see a lot of people doing that, but she was 12th all around, seventh on bars, and sixth on floor at DP Nationals this year. And also very casual. She has been to two World Championships for Jamaica. She went in 2018 and 2019, as well as to the Pan Am Championship. So she has lots of experience that she's gonna to bring to the table, I think. We also have Brianna Daniels, who is another transfer from Southern Connecticut, except Brianna will actually be a junior. She was consistently in the vault lineup last season for Southern Connecticut. She does a Yurchenko layout. So something that she may be wanting to upgrade, but she has experience competing in the lineup consistently. Yes. And that's always a good thing to have that consistency. She's also exhibition Beam before, as well, so I could see her making that event too, maybe. Yeah, there was a video of her training a triple series, which was really nice, so definitely shows a lot of potential there as well. Zana Brewer from Kurt Thomas Gymnastics is also joining the team. She was 11th all around and 4th on Beam at Regionals this year. She's also the 2022 Texas State Champion on four, which is a pretty big accomplishment, and she's just so great. She has nice extension and amplitude in her jumps, big tumbling, and honestly. Looking into some of these girls coming to Fisk I'm realizing just how competitive it's going to be to make the floor lineup it fits. I know. Literally every single one of them, I feel like, could make the floor lineup. Yeah. They're all so, so good. They're all good. They're all floor queens, so we love that. And then we have Aaliyah Reed Hammond from m M&M Gymnastics, another one of those girls who I think will be a strong contender for that floor lineup. She also has a Yurchenko full, which I think will be useful to the lineup as well, because something that we realize is that a lot of these incoming commits don't have Yurchenko foals. A lot of them are doing just the Yurchenko lay out so at that's least an, as, at least as far as their competitive experience. Yeah. So that's an advantage that I think Aaliyah will definitely have and should make her shoe in for that vault lineup. She has a career high of nine eight from her D P career, which is a great score. In twenty twenty one she was the regional champion on that event. And then she finished eighth at Nationals on Vault. So Again, somebody with great potential and experience competing at a high level, and then the last gymnast, at least that has announced their commitment to Fisk is Zaya Coleman from Gymnastics Training Center in Georgia. We were looking at her videos on Instagram and YouTube, and she's training so many exciting things—a one and a half on vault, which, which is huge. Huge, yes, because they already have Morgan Price, so they have two one and a halves. I mean, who knows if she's actually going to compete it, but it looks—it looks pretty good. Like, yeah, I totally could see that being ready for competition. And just the thought of it i'm excited about um she also has a standing layout step out layout step out on beam which is pretty unique you don't see that very often and then she's working some pretty incredible floor passes as well a full-in a double layout which was so big and then she actually has one video on her youtube channel if you go and look it up um, where she does a front through to full-in yeah and she makes it look so easy so <laughs> oh so easy absolutely incredible tumbling potentially some of the best tumbling in fisk's lineup i would say we are just so so excited about this team we've said it a million times i feel like it's really repetitive but how can you not be excited we are truly just so excited about the potential of this team and i really think that honestly right out the gates they're gonna come out so strong and really make a name for themselves yeah i don't see this being a team that's gonna be hanging out at the bottom of the pack i I think that they're gonna come in and Fingers crossed, but I think they're gonna come in and, you know, be somewhere in the top 30 for sure. Oh, yeah, I could totally see that. Because some programs take a while to build and it's kind of like a, a slow progression throughout the years. But, but they, they have, the have so much, much talent. Yeah, but the talent they have coming in already, I think they have the ability to make an impact right out the gates, which might surprise people. Because like you said, yeah, with a new program, you kind of expect a slow start. And if they do have a slow start, that's okay. Like no one's trying to put pressure on them. But just from looking at what they have coming in it's incredible. I would yeah I wouldn't be surprised if we see them contending with you know teams that are in the mix of making the top 30 um somewhere in that range um which I think I think is a pretty good spot to be in especially for your first season so very very exciting things in the future for fifth gymnastics we just want to remind you guys in case you're not already doing so Go give Fisk Gym Dogs a follow on Instagram and Twitter to stay up to date with all of the latest news with Fisk Gymastics. Yeah, because it seems like every couple of days we're getting new people announcing their commitment to Fisk, which is super exciting. So that's definitely the place to stay up to date with the latest happenings with Fisk Gymastics. And also, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, we talked to the head coach, Kareen Tarver, and she had a lot of great things to say and gave a lot of insight into kind of how the program is getting going this first season and a little bit of a look into the recruiting process and the competition schedule and just some things to look forward to ahead for Fish Gymnastics. So if you haven't already, make sure you go check that out as well. We want to say thank you again, once more, to Kareen, Leah, Haley, and Morgan for taking the time out of your days to come talk to us about FIS and share the excitement with the gymnastics community because everyone is so pumped about this and. It really is special to hear it coming from the people directly involved with the program and what it means to them. So we are super, super thankful that you have given us your time and allowed us to help share your stories. Yes. And we're wishing you all the best next season. that does it for this week's episode we hope you guys enjoyed it and do y'all remember a couple weeks ago when we said we were working on getting an interview with addy de jesus we were having a lot of difficulties with actually making it happen with executing well that happened and it's (laughs) coming to you next week so it's it's, gonna be a really really good one we're excited about it we had a great conversation with addy i want to say it was one of my favorite conversations that we've had yes so we're really looking forward to it and we know you guys are going to enjoy it as well so with that being said we hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you real soon bye bye